Welcome to The Good Good Life with Jan Jones. Together, we will journey through self-discovery and fulfillment in life. Here's your host, Jan Jones. Welcome, 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 everyone, to The Good Good Life. I am your host, Jan Jones, and I am just so honored that you are with me today, and I am so very excited. I get very excited to do this show. I hope y'all know that. I hope you feel that because I'm just so glad that you're joining me. It means the world to me. So you know, I love to just give you a little pause Like, take that moment right now before we dive into this show and just take a deep breath. I want you to just breathe, breathe in very deeply and then let it out slowly. As you're taking a couple of more of those deep breaths, think about some things that you're really grateful for. I'll tell you one thing, I'm super grateful for my engineer, Matt, who always gets me out there to all of you listeners. Um, So I had to give a shout out to Matt. But um, there's just so many big and small things that happen throughout our week. And I want you to just take a moment to reflect on all the good that this good, good life brings. And I also want you, I know I've been saying this a lot lately, but I just love thinking this every single day, but I love to remind you to think this, that something good will happen to me today and something good will happen through me today. Those are some really happy thoughts. Oh, you know what? Speaking of happy, I saw the cutest little saying on a delivery truck recently, and I have only seen it this one time. Um, And it's on a delivery truck that is very, very, very huge and popular and famous. But it said, warning, contents inside may cause happiness. I just loved that because it made me immediately think of myself and all of you. Wouldn't that be awesome if the contents inside of us always brought happiness to the world? I just love that. Anyway, that's kind of where my head is when um when I try to wake up every day, or not when I try to, when I'm fortunate enough to wake up. But I really think about that. I'm like, gosh, warning, contents inside may cause happiness. Because we need to, just like one of my podcasts, we talked about it, we need to spread kindness like confetti. So on that note, Who's with me? Are you awake, alert, alive, enthusiastic? Because we are going to get into a rather deep topic today. It is called, the name of this show is called Embracing Our Scars from Open Wounds to Closed Chapters. Now, I'll tell you um, why... I felt moved to do a show on this topic because a couple of weeks ago, 
I had an amazing guest, another just incredible guest. I've been so fortunate with the people that have been on this show. So um, his name was Lou Burdett. And if you haven't heard that episode, I really encourage you to go back and listen to the one with Lou Burdett, all about overcoming and uh, stories of survival. But as I was listening to Lou share the events that took place when he was kidnapped at age 15 and all that he survived, both physically and mentally, it got me thinking about all of the scars that we as people have. We have some physical scars, but we also have emotional or psychological scars. And this is really why I felt compelled to do a show on this topic because all that Lou survived and all that we have all gone through and survived, you know, Lou and I talked about it. We all have these stories of survival and lots of different scenarios and lots of different degrees. And so I really wanted to touch on that. Now, I'm going to give a little disclaimer here because I am not a psychologist or a psychiatrist, but as many of you know that have gotten to know me throughout this year, I do hold many certifications for my consulting business. And these certifications include crucial conversations, uh, emotional intelligence through Talent Smart EQ, extended disc multiple, multiple Franklin Covey certifications and all their content. And I am a Gallup certified strengths coach. Now, I share all of that just to say I am very blessed to work with lots of individuals and many, many organizations across the country dealing with growth and development. And in my work, many of the topics that come up are all about relationships and life experiences. So a lot of emotions and a lot of situations and stories and testimonies really come to light when I am coaching and consulting. But more then my professional experiences, I have my own scars. And I want to share not only some of my professional insights, but really some of my personal insights. And I also want to offer some strategies from my own life that have helped me move forward with renewed courage and a sense of empowerment. Now, who is with me? Who doesn't want to have renewed courage and a new sense of empowerment? Ah, oh, this is where I need sound effects, Matt. I need like crowds cheering for our listeners and lots of yelling and hooping and hollering and all of that stuff. Okay, so um, let's just get into this embracing our scars from open wounds to close chapters. How many of you listening right now have a physical scar 
or two or maybe 20, I'm just kidding, um, on your body, like physical scars. So me personally, um, I'm not going to go into too much detail because, you know, uh, we're talking about things that have happened to us through the years. But I actually, when I started thinking about this topic, I was like, wow, I actually have quite a view, uh, quite a few uh, physical scars. So if you have listened to my premiere episode, you know a little bit about my health journey. So my my biggest, largest scar is actually from my double organ transplant surgery. Um, and I'm not going to go into the whole story, but I went into kidney failure. For anyone that hasn't heard this, I went into kidney failure after basically a lifelong battle of type 1 diabetes. And... Um, when they found the match, when I was waiting and waiting to see if I was going to receive a new kidney, they found a match and I received two new organs. I got a kidney and a pancreas. So it was just total miracle, miraculous healing. And I'm so, so grateful for every day that I am alive and breathing in this good, good life. But that definitely was a painful time, and it left a very, very large, long scar on my body. I mean, it basically runs the length of my torso. So that would be my biggest physical scar. Um, I have multiple scars on my scalp from multiple skin cancer tumors um, on my head. And those had to be cut out, which left some scars on my head. One of those skin cancers um, really had spread into the cartilage in my ear. So my ear had to be kind of reconstructed. So I've got a little scarring on my left ear, uh, but all is good there. I had a scar um, right in the front of my neck from a tumor that was on my thyroid. So they had to go in and take the tumor, remove part of the thyroid. So I've got a, a nice little scar there right in front of my neck. Um, I also have a scar on my left foot because I had broken this foot so many times, I eventually had to put a screw in there. Um, and I also have a scar on my hand from a surgery I had on my left thumb. It's called trigger finger, where your finger just gets locked into place. So I'm actually thinking about all these scars, and ironically, a lot of them are on the left side of my body. I wonder what that means. Anyway, we won't we won't go into the the meaning behind all of that because I don't even know what that means. But I've got a lot of scars, um, and the thing about these physical scars that I have is they started out as wounds, right? They something causes an open wound. So I got curious just technically from a medical perspective, you know, how do they discuss 
wounds, and scars. So I'm about to share with you, in case you weren't already aware, but this is really a technical definition. Wounds are injuries that break the skin or other body tissues. It's basically a disruption of the integrity of skin or organ tissue. Now, a wound can be caused by a medical procedure, which really most of my uh, wounds have been for medical procedures. It can be because of a fall or an accident. Maybe you had a tumor growth, you know, on your body somewhere or pressure on a bony area. You know, we hear about wounds that open up from being still too long or, you know, being in the hospital and having to lie still for too long. They're pressure ulcers, right? But they're wounds. So you've got to take care of these wounds. It's very important to care for them, um, to protect them from infection and help it heal. Scars form as wounds to the skin begin to heal. So a scar is really a wound that has healed. Now, here's the interesting thing I was reading about all of this, you know, technical medical jargon about scars. New skin actually forms as the wound is healing. And if any of you have had any kinds of cuts or scrapes or major wounds, then you know this, like this new skin forms. So with deeper wounds, your body actually responds, which our bodies are such a miracle, right? It makes collagen to repair the wound. Now, here's the interesting thing about collagen that I read. Collagen is actually thicker than the rest of your skin. So this thicker, less flexible tissue is actually what becomes a scar. So I don't know, in my mind, I'm thinking this thicker skin, it's not as flexible. It's almost stronger is that's just my interpretation and i want us to think now cuz i'm i'm speaking literally physically about these wounds and these scars but i want to take all of that and apply it to emotional or psychological wounds because that's what this show is all about really learning and figuring out and looking at ways that we can turn these open wounds in our life, in our heart, in our mind, in our spirit. We can turn those wounds into strong, thicker skin where they're just scars. But what are some of the emotional wounds that people go through? And, you know, this is a very short list. This is a very short list that I want to share that just came to my mind when I was thinking about emotional wounds. So just getting hurt from other people that can take the form of disappointment, 
or betrayal, when someone abandons you, bullying, if you've experienced being bullied in your life, abuse, and that can be physical or mental, loneliness, that can be a wound. The loss of loved ones. And there's just lots of other traumatic events that we live through, but they create these wounds. And we want to figure out how to heal them, how to move past them. But just that short list, I'm thinking hurt, disappointment, betrayal, abandonment, bullying, abuse in all shapes and forms, loneliness, loss. I mean, I can put a check mark by every single one of those events. And some of them I could put a few check marks. Um, you know, when you are betrayed by someone, think about this. The only way someone can betray you is if you trust them, if you love them, if you trust them. And that is a deep, deep tissue wound, if we want to go to the medical terms of it. So all of these past experiences that we lived through, and there's light because we're survivors, right? And I know you are because you're here with me today. But, you know, these past experiences can trigger some unresolved suffering, especially if something new happens that feels similar to a past wound, um, if, if it's even remotely similar to any past trauma, some new event, this is what I'm talking about. If some new event happens and it is even remotely similar to a past trauma, it can really set off negative emotions in us and it can cause us to really have some compulsive negative patterns of behavior. And think about this. Let's think about it for a moment because sometimes if we've been betrayed, if we've been abandoned, if someone has cheated on us, I mean, whatever it is, they've hurt us in a very deep way. And we are entering into new relationships. We can carry that hurt with us if we have not gone through the healing process and we can transfer those feelings over to someone else, assuming that they are going to hurt us in the same way when they have not done anything to deserve that kind of assumption. That would be one of those compulsive, really negative behaviors. Or maybe we have a very short fuse. You know, we, we have, um, anger that just rises very quickly because we've decided we're not going to take it anymore if we've been bullied or abused. So maybe that is that compulsive behavior that might creep up when something feels similar to a past experience or just making some bad decisions. I mean, if you have experienced loneliness, which I would imagine most of us have, um, you might be very tempted 
to call that ex, right? Call that ex boyfriend or girlfriend. And um, you know, that was a very unhealthy relationship for you. But because you're lonely, you know, you start making some of these bad decisions and uh, you, you actually fall into temptation. You know, another, another thing you might do is uh, you, you stop living up to your responsibilities. If you're living in a wounded place in your heart and in your spirit. So this leads me to my next point When we think about these emotional wounds and how new events can even trigger those, they can almost reopen the wounds if we have not figured out a way to heal. So why is it so important to heal from these wounds? Because healing from emotional, psychological wounds, such as hurt or disappointment or abandonment or bullying or abuse, all the things I just mentioned. And again, that was the short list, right? But healing from these things is so important because it allows us to let go of the pain and move forward with our lives. I mean, you may know people like this, and maybe you have done this yourself. You kind of park at your pain. We do not need to do that. We need to move forward with our lives, which is why it's so important for us to heal from these wounds. It helps us to actually regain our own emotional well-being, and it helps us to rebuild trust and find that inner peace that comes from healing. It empowers us to create healthier relationships and make better choices. I mean, look, you can be honest because it's just me and you, and I can't see you, but How many bad choices have you made in your life from a place of hurt? I'll tell you some of my, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to confess all my bad choices, but I have made some. I have made some and we have to be honest with ourselves. So when you think of terms, when you think in terms of scars, right, we're talking about healing these wounds. Remember, wounds are open. Scars are closed up with that thicker skin. So when you think in those terms, it can really, the scar represents this past open wound, but in a positive way. Because when the wounds transform to scars, It's a metaphorical way of making that past trauma a little more meaningful and something positive can come from it. You learn, you grow, you get that thicker skin, right? Um, Instead of looking at anything new, like a new challenge, a new trauma, it doesn't have to open the wound That scar is actually reassurance that you have gained some resilience for 
the future challenges that may or may not occur. So it is important. You know, a lot of times we think I'm just going to sweep it under the rug. It happened. I'm not going to think about it anymore. But something can trigger those thoughts. And then you start making those bad choices or, you know, you act out to people that don't deserve it. So it is important to understand that we need to try to heal. So I'm really a firm believer that healing is possible. Um, I mean, look at look at your own physical scars. They are healed. Those wounds are healed. And we can do that emotionally and mentally and psychologically. It takes time. It takes a lot of self-reflection. Because, look, we cannot change other people, but we can make healthy choices for us. And it also takes support. We need support from loved ones, our professionals, whatever it takes, pastors, counselors, friends, and family, but healing is achievable. It really, what we have to do, though, is we have to go through some acknowledgement and processing of that pain. We don't want to ignore it. And I'll tell you something else that is a key, key ingredient to closing up wounds. And this is something that, um, my goodness, it's just something that we, we work on our entire lives. And it's forgiveness. I've had some great guests talk about forgiveness. Dr. Robert Smith was, was just amazing talking about losing one of his sons to murder and how he forgave that person. Um, but forgiveness is so important for us to heal. Other people, we don't have to worry about if they even asked for the forgiveness. We have to do that for our own well-being. And finding ways to rebuild trust. This is another way that we can really start achieving some healing. And then moving on to creating that fulfilling life that goes way beyond that past experience. So I, I want to I want to really spend a little time on this trust and creating a fulfilling life. So let's land on trust for just a minute. Now, if you haven't listened to it yet, I actually did a podcast all about this topic, but I want to give you a few questions to consider when you are moving towards healing and you are trying to trust again, but you're trying to let people know that they can trust you. So some things to consider when we're thinking about trust. And, you know, I would say ask this of yourself, but consider this for other people. Do you tell the truth? Do you demonstrate respect? Are you really showing genuine care for others? Are you open and authentically you? Do you apologize? and make the wrongs right? 
Do you show loyalty, especially being loyal to those that are absent? Do you constantly want to learn and grow? Are you really confronting reality? And this is that acknowledgement and processing of some of our pain, right? But we need to do this in life, confront reality. This lets people know that they can trust us. Um, Do you practice accountability? Are you really taking responsibility for your actions? Do you listen first? Not always the first one to respond. Do you keep your commitments? Do you really do what you say you're going to do? And here's the big one. Do you extend trust to others? We talked a lot about this in that episode. I'm not going to really go deeper in the trust right now, but I just thought this is a really great way of moving forward and healing and creating this fulfilling, good, good life. So all of those questions about trust, are you doing those to others? But here's a question I've got for you. Are you doing it? to and for yourself? Are you telling yourself the truth? Are you respecting yourself? Are you genuine to yourself? Do you apologize to yourself when you have that negative self-talk? Are you put yourself down? Are you, you wear these labels that either you've put on yourself or the world has put on you? Just wash those off. All of these actions of trust, you want to do them outwardly. You want to do them inwardly. You also want to do them to our Heavenly Father. You want to put your faith and trust right there. All right, so the other thing that I mentioned about really moving forward in this healing process is creating that fulfilling life beyond the past experience, the pain that really brought on the open wound. Remember, we are we are embracing our scars, but we got to get through the pain, through the healing to let it close up. And start really creating this life that we were meant to live. So I think this is a really great place for us to take a very, very short break. And when we come back, I want to talk more about that. Creating this fulfilling, good, good life. So don't go anywhere. I will be right back to talk about ways we can do that. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Are you ready to ignite your passion and purpose for life? Make sure you join Jan Jones each week for the Good Good Life podcast. Each week, Jan will share her expertise and insights into personal development as well as spiritual growth discoveries. From the challenges in the valleys to the victories on the mountaintops, 
Jan has persevered through all of them with unwavering faith and joy. Life is full of possibilities, and Jan wants to walk with you as you discover those possibilities and unleash your full potential. Rekindle the spark inside of you and rejoice in the good, good life with Jan Jones, where we will all love living and live loving. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to The Good Good Life with Jan Jones. If you have a question or want to share your story with Jan or her guests, feel free to join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888 888- Three four six nine one four one. Now back to the show with Jan. Welcome back, everyone. We are talking about embracing our scars from open wounds to closed chapters. And I want to pick right back up and talk about this process of moving through the healing so that these hurts and these emotional wounds really can be in the past. And you can look to the future with so much hope, so much enthusiasm, so much optimism that you just know that the sky is the limit. So creating this fulfilling life. So These are things, like I said earlier, that I have learned along the way that I have tried to really remember and um, just some growth that I've experienced through life when I think about all the things that I have lived through physically and emotionally. And, And the first thing that comes to my mind when I think about creating this fulfilling life is really knowing who we are. Do you really know who you are? And it kind of goes back to that whole building trust with yourself and with others and just having faith in who you are, claiming all of the talents and the gifts that God gave you offering those up to the world. I mean, I mentioned that I am a certified strengths coach. And if you listened to that episode where I just skimmed the surface about our talents and our strengths, you know that there was research done by Gallup Organization And the odds that anyone else has the exact same strengths as you in the exact same order of dominance is one in 33 million. Yes. 
celebrate it, clap that out, shout hallelujah, because you have amazing talents and gifts. And I know I say this and I can't say it enough. The world needs what you have to offer. And this is a way that we can really remember that what someone else may have done to us, no matter what age you were in life, that is their problem. Now, we may have been the victim of some of their evil doings, but we don't have to park at that pain, like I said earlier, and we can rise above it because we know who we are. So really spend some time with yourself. Figure out what's important to you. What are your values? Let the world see that in you. Figure out what your talents and your strengths are. I mean, that is what I do with people. I offer these assessments and coach them into really claiming how amazing they are. And that is who you are. So this is a way that we really create this fulfilling life. I'll tell you other ways that really help you move past pain is showing kindness and compassion to others. Look, when we cannot figure out why something might be happening to us, we don't understand it. What if we flip that and we try to understand someone else? Because taking the focus off of ourselves and off of our pain, even for a moment, Now, remember, going through healing, it may be that you need some professional counseling or therapy and and you need support. But when you find yourself going back to that pain and you just keep asking why, why did that happen? Why does this keep happening? I don't understand this. Then try to understand someone else. Show that kindness and that compassion to other people. Surrender is another way that we can heal. And when I say surrender, I want you to think about when we were listening to Lou and it was in the surrender, in the will, that Lou surrendered to whatever God's plan was to him after these violent, violent crimes and, and and physical crimes were committed against him. He was left for dead in that well and he surrendered. And that was when God showed him a way out. So when we can surrender to God's plan for our life, that is when you might start really feeling God's presence and you will You will have those nudges of what to do next, how to get out of a pit or a well. And I want you all to remember Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope 
and a future. I mean, claim that over your life. Surrender to the fact that there are plans to give you hope and a future. So these are ways that can help you create this really amazing life. I will tell you something else that really is powerful. And this is to stop comparing your life to others. No one else can know what you suffer. They don't know what I suffer. We don't know what other people are suffering emotionally. And we often look at other people and we compare our lives knowing what we're dealing with internally and everything looks so picture perfect on the outside of other people's lives, right? I'm telling you, when we can stop comparing our lives, there is often a purpose to every journey that is unknown to the traveler. We don't always know why something is happening. We need to take that accountability for any decisions that we've made, but we need to hold on to Jeremiah 29, 11. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you, but plans to give you hope and a future. So we know we have a bright future. We do not have to worry about what everyone else is doing. I will tell you personally, my health journey from the time I was eight years old, I have struggled with health challenges and complications. And I will be honest with you. I often looked around and I thought, Everyone else is so healthy and it just didn't always seem fair. And I will tell you this, people even very close to me, they had no idea what I was suffering behind the scenes or at home or in the evenings or, you know, whatever was going on in my life. I I didn't always put that out there because I was more than just that disease. But I had to stop comparing my health to everyone else's because look at the plan that hope and future that God had for that suffering that I endured for all of my life. He cured me with a double organ transplant of an incurable disease. And I'm so grateful for that. So we've got to stop all of this comparison living. I want to give you another verse to think of and to meditate on. Psalm 139, 14. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. You are wonderfully made because God's works are wonderful. If every single one of you listening right now, right now in this moment, I want you to embrace 
yourself just in the amazing and incredible way that God made you. He made you so wonderfully and you need to get to know yourself. Like I said earlier, learn your values, learn your strengths, serve others, get curious, not furious. Just be wonderful you instead of trying to be like someone else. When you try to be someone else, you will only ever be second best. Yeah, let that deep thought wash right over you because you are the only you. I want I want you to go back and if you have time, go back and listen to that premiere episode of The Good Good Life because this is where I shared an acronym with you about how we can win this race of life and this helps us to heal and it's win the W is walk in purpose. The I is intentionally act. Don't let others push you to act out of character. And that N of the win is nourish others. These are all ways that we really can move beyond these past painful experiences and open ourselves up to a much more fulfilling and positive life. Now, I want to say that these deep emotional wounds, they leave a lasting impact, right? But healing is possible. While these scars may remain, they do. They're still there. They don't have to define us or hold us back. Because with time, and that's another thing, we've got to have patience. I did a show on waiting. You know, we don't like to wait. But if we will really invest in the healing, if we will take the time, if we will grant ourselves grace, you know, I said a big factor in this was forgiveness. But we also have to forgive ourselves sometimes. If we seek out the support that we need, then we can learn to use the pain. And don't let the pain use us so that our past experiences, this can actually foster the growth and resilience that these scars remind us of, but they're not open wounds anymore. This healing really does allow us to move forward with our strength and our wisdom that we have learned from this healing process. So sometimes we definitely need to work things into our life, like patience and forgiveness and claiming our strengths and uh, a servant's heart and compassion and kindness. We need to work those things into our life. But oftentimes there are things that need to be worked out of our lives, like holding on to pain, unforgiveness, bitterness, you know, this sadness that can creep in and go deeper and deeper. We, we've got to learn ways. And look, it's going to be different for all of us. 
But hopefully something is resonating with some of you today that you can move past your pain and you can close up these wounds. Now, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm still working on on things. I mean, it's amazing what can creep into my thought process. Um, really pains and hurts and uh just horrible situations and experiences from long, long, long time ago. But it's funny what can trigger that memory or that emotion where you almost feel like the wound is reopened. But this is why we have to find some techniques and find support that will help us make sure that that wound does not get reopened, that it still remains a scar. Like it could be certain people. They just trigger that in you, right? It could even be like a song that you hear on the radio or a restaurant that some friends want to go to. And it just stirs up some negative, negative uh, emotions in you. Um, It could even be a, a piece of clothing that you have that's been in the back of your closet and you pulled it out and You remember a time you were wearing this and it was not a happy time. It's just interesting what can surface, what can bring these emotions to the surface. But if we have acknowledged this pain, if we have worked through this process, then we do not have to keep revisiting something that God has already helped us work out. You know, the process is different for all of us. The amount of time it takes is different for all of us. So don't compare your healing with anyone else's. I mean, loss, loss is a deep wound. That is a deep cut to our heart. And everyone grieves differently and it takes a different amount of time. So don't put some fixed timeline on your healing. It takes as long as it takes. It just depends on the nature of the wound. And these scars really do remind us of our resilience and the support that we actually did receive during that healing. So it is important to be patient with ourselves and allow the process to just unfold naturally. All right. So, um, gosh, I just, there's just so much running through my heart right now about healing. And I'm actually thinking about my own life and, you know, what can we do? What can we do specifically that really helps us move forward? Because it really is a multifaceted approach when you're talking about taking wounds and making them scars where it's just healed over and it's all in the past. So some strategies that I want to share include something I've mentioned several times, and that is support. Whether that is through family and friends, whether that is through professional therapy or counseling, um, in your worship, 
You can go to pastors and staff at your church. These are people that can help you process the pain. Um, Learning your own self-compassion and forgiveness. Think about that. We always want to show compassion for others. But isn't it interesting how we are often the last ones on our list, right? So we got to have that for ourselves. Self-care. Take care of ourselves. Journaling is a great way to move forward from pain. Um, Really getting creative. You know, whatever that is, yoga, taking up some sport, art, uh, pet therapy, setting some healthy boundaries. I'm going to tell you an incredible way to heal is to count your blessings. Just practice gratitude. I opened up today asking you to think of just one thing that has happened in the last week that you're grateful for. Um, do that every day and you will see that you don't park at that pain. You actually look to the bright future. Emotional scars, like physical scars, they're always going to be a part of our life, but healing is possible and the impact can diminish over time. Think about your physical scars. They do fade. Sometimes they completely disappear. A scar is a reminder that successful healing has taken place. They serve as powerful reminders of our strength because they symbolize the battles that we have fought and we have overcome. They show that we faced that adversity and we came through it stronger on the other side. They remind us of our courage and our resilience and our ability to heal. I want to leave you with um, a song that I love. I encourage you to go listen to it. It is by a group called I Am They, and the name of it is Scars. There's a line in it that says, I am not who I was before. No, I don't have to fear anymore. Think about any open wounds that you've got right now that need that thicker skin over it to heal and to turn into a scar. What are you going to do today to make that happen and start a new chapter in your life? Thank you everyone for joining me. I have loved being with you and I hope you go out there and you love living and you live loving. Have a great one. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of The Good Good Life with Jan Jones. We hope today was meaningful for your personal journey. We'll be back next week. Until then, continue to love living and live loving.